So let me ask you, do you move well, eat well, and sleep well? Do you feel that modern medicine is looking out for your best interest? Do you know how to take care of your body so you can stay pain-free and in the activities you love? Do you know what options you have? If not, that's a problem, and this podcast is the answer. I'm Trevor Folker, and welcome to the Green Bay Health Project Podcast. The Green Bay Health Project podcast is sponsored by Movement Performance and Rehabilitation, where we help the athletes and active adults move better, perform better, stay pain-free, and in the sports and activities that they love. We do this by focusing on their movements and optimizing their mobility and strength. We believe that your body is your greatest tool, and when you take care of it, you can move better, you feel better, and you thrive. So head to movement-rehab.com, that's mvmt-rehab.com, to learn how we can help you stay active and pain-free. Hey, what's going on, everyone? Uh, we ran into some technical difficulties during recording, uh, so if it's a little glitchy in the middle and in the end, that is why. But all is good, and thanks for listening. Enjoy this episode. What's going on, everyone? It is Trevor with the Green Bay Health Project podcast, and today we are joined by Peggy Coffeen of Pre-CBD. I have been trying to schedule this one for a long time, <laughs> but Peggy's got a hectic schedule, um, but I'm really looking forward to this one, so thank you for coming on. Thank you for having me. I'm looking forward to it, too. For sure. I am going to pick your brain. And I am so excited to educate people on CBD as a whole, especially your product. So, um, I mean, I use it. We believe in it. So I hope that other people start to. (laughs) I'm just going to give that shameless plug. Like, it's awesome. You're the best. (laughs) (laughs) Cool, cool. So before we get rolling, why don't you tell us um, how it all kind of started and i know there's a lot of meaning um even into the detail of the logo and all of that so if you can just tell us everything yeah <laughs> it's pretty well, there's i can go into a lot of details because um i'm a kind of a details person and really um i'm going to start back three years ago so three years ago is when wisconsin became able to offer licenses for growing hemp um, and so at that point, there was kind of this excitement and anticipation in the agriculture community about being able to grow this as a crop. And so a little background, my husband and I are lifelong, um, have been lifelong involved in agriculture and farming. Both of us come from generations and generations of farmers in our families and have always worked in the agriculture industry. So, so when we started hearing about um, being able to grow hemp as an agriculture product, um, my husband and a few of his friends thought, oh, this sounds like a great idea. We have a small acreage out here in West Superior, and we can really leverage this acreage to grow this crop and then be able to sell it to what was predicted to be an emerging market at that time. And so uh, when he came home and told me this, my first reaction was, no way. <laughs> like, I, I remember asking him, is that even legal? And telling him very clearly that I wanted nothing to do with this. And so... So as in most, as in how things mostly go, um, we end up getting a hemp (laughs) (laughs) and my husband is on this mission. My husband, Kevin, he's on this mission that, oh, we're going to, we're going to grow this hemp and it's going to be amazing. And at the time there, nobody really knew much about growing this crop. It was a very new 
type of crop to grow in Wisconsin. Um, so he was going around doing some research. And throughout his research, um, he had stopped in at a couple of very early processors that were part of like this initial um, pilot program that had opened up the year before that even. And so in his little travels, he had picked up a, a bottle of this CBD oil, right? And so he brings it home and sets it on the kitchen table. And he's like, here, try this. And I'm like, no. <laughs> I open it up. I smell it. And like, this stuff smells terrible. It looks gross. It doesn't even say what's in it. So like, I'm out, you know? And so, um, so eventually, you know, I kind of started warming up to this idea that, you know, um, hearing people's stories about CBD oil helping them in different ways. Mm -hmm. And finally, one day, I remember thinking to myself, I'm like, well, I'm just going to try this stuff and see what happens. And my expectations were absolutely zero, right? Like zero expectations. Um, but the crazy thing that happened for me personally um, was that I noticed that I was starting to forget to take um, an anxiety pill that I typically would mm. take every single day. And normally I never would forget to take it because I would start to feel really anxious and tense and have a hard time focusing on, on my work. And, um, and what I was finding was that this oil that I didn't even really know what it was or what was in it was doing something very similar for me. And that was the first time the little light bulb went on of, you know, maybe there is something more to growing hemp for the purpose of producing the CBD oil that, you know, was kind of something that was felt new at the time. Um, so that, it, but you know, for me, like, I was like, oh, I'm not even going to tell anybody that I try <laughs> right? Like, I'll just be, I'll keep this on the down low. Um, my friends would definitely would not understand mm -hmm. that I'm trying this weird oil that, you know, was so strange at the time. And so, um, so that was kind of the initial, you know, introduction that I had to the health benefits of CBD for myself, for my own personal use. And, um, and as time went on and we started actually growing the crop, we put in, uh, gosh, what we put in 900 plants, uh, that first year, wow. which was a lot. Yeah, it was a lot. <laughs> and, and what we learned along the way was that it was all hand labor. So we literally dug 900 holes and put 900 plants in 900 oh. holes and hand tended and weeded and um you know cared for these plants um so it was very labor intense and then harvesting was even more intense um but throughout this whole process here's what was going on for me um so i was you know using the cbd oil experimenting with it and still having this underlying feeling of i really don't know what's in this mm -hmm. i really don't know where this is coming from and I went online and first I did what, you know, most people would do. You look at Amazon, right? <laughs> and I'm like, I don't, I don't trust any of these places. The labeling is so sketchy. You know, none of it seems very clear what it is and what's in it. And then I thought, you know what? I'm going to find some place local where I can buy it. And so I Googled CBDs near me. And, um, and it sent me to this address. And so I got in my car, drove to this little store in De Pere, and immediately realized I was not in my comfort yeah. zone. It was <laughs> one of those type of stores that girls like me just don't hang out at. Right. Yeah, <laughs> me, I wouldn't want to hang out at that either. Yeah, fine for other people, but just not my thing. Yeah. Not my thing. Mm -hmm. um, so, so I walk into the store and, you know, I just remember it so clearly that it had a lot of things that I didn't really know what you do with. And uh, did have some CBD oil behind the counter. And then there was a, a woman um, that was, you know, working at the counter there. And she's very kind, very helpful. But, <laughs> but um, she, was, she was wearing a Batman cape. 
Okay. You know, you're again, wow. cool. Like, that's awesome. Mm-hmm. You do you. But here I am thinking, <laughs> hmm, is this the best we can do? Yeah. Is, is this the best we can do? Is that, you know, send me to this shady store mm-hmm. and with, um, you know, a person that I'm having a little bit of a hard time, you know, connecting to and relating to that's advising me on how to, you know, what's in this stuff and how to use it. And, uh, and, you know, that experience like that probably was would be fine for some people. But I just remember walking out of there and coming home to our little farm and looking out at my backyard. And all of a sudden, it just clicked. Like, I describe it almost as if it was like a calling that God put on my heart that said, you have something really special right here in your own backyard, and you need to share it, you need to do something with it. And that was like this, you know, kind of second pivotal moment of you know, the um, trajectory of going from like experimenting with the oil to trying to find it and recognizing that I was having these challenges along the way and then realizing that I have a solution in my own backyard, not just to the challenge that I'm trying to help to alleviate, but also how many other people, and I, I'm going to hone in specifically on women, specifically moms um, like me that are trying to do it all, right? Like we sometimes get almost accustomed to operating at a high level of stress, a high level of anxiety, and a, cur- a constant state of exhaustion. Mm-hmm. And how many other women like me are missing out on something grown from the ground right here that can help them feel their best? Because either A, they don't know about it, B, they're scared to death to try mm-hmm. it, or see, they don't want to go to that creepy store and get it. And so that that was like the whole aha moment of I have to I have to do this. I have to take action on this this um this you know pull that I'm feeling so strongly to share what we grow. Mm-hmm. So um, yeah, so that was kind of the that was the beginning. Um, and then I can tell you a little bit more about the way the brand was born too, if you'd like to hear that. Oh, absolutely, because. I think that's a big part of what pre-CBD is about. Like I, like I said, the logo, I mean, the small details of that, I know all about it, but it's all part of the bigger picture. So I definitely want to hear about that. Oh, thank you so much for asking. And thank you for appreciating the little details oh, that yeah. we talked about around here. Um, so, so going back to that, that story um, of having this, this, this idea that just was so weighing so strongly on my heart. Um, I remember, you know, like, so I'm a person of, you know, of faith mm-hmm. and I, I try to, I try to turn to God for, for help and direction, um, and using, you know, prayer when, when I get the chance. And, um, so I remember, I remember praying about it and asking God to just really show me what to, to show me a vision, to create a vision for like, what am I, I know you want me to do something, but what is it? And, uh, and I literally remember, um, middle of the night laying on my son's bedroom floor. Like he was two years old at the time, terrible sleeper, <laughs> awful sleeper. So our evening routine was him waking up, you know, a couple times a night and typically me going in line on his bedroom floor next to his crib so that he'd fall back asleep. And so, um, I remember like laying on his bedroom floor and, like all of a sudden, um, this Bible verse just like, it was like, it just hit me. It just came into my head and lined up all these little dots and pieces. And that verse is Galatians 5.22. 
And it says, the fruit of the Spirit is peace, love, joy, patience, goodness, gentleness, kindness, faithfulness, and self-control. And, and the little lights that clicked for me were, you know, look at all those attributes. That is, those are the virtues that are meant for us to be feeling and living out. Mm-hmm. But what holds us back? And so often, it's the stress and anxiety. It's the, you know, the um, overwhelm. It's the, it's the pain. It's exhaustion. It's exhaustion. And so um, it, just, it just became so clear to me in that moment that this Bible verse was the foundation for my business. Mm-hmm. And so I originally wanted to call it Fruit of the Spirit, like after that verse. Okay. But um, <laughs> but it did not pass the Kevin test, and so I, I he's a tough that. guy, you know. He is a tough guy, <laughs> and he also um, he also like has to be able to pick up things quickly, which is good because that's probably also the average person, right? Mm-hmm. And so he kept he could never say it right, so he'd like call it fruit of the loom and like <laughs> I don't know all kinds of things, and I'm like, okay, so I got to go back to the drawing board, but I was I couldn't let go of this Bible verse. Mm-hmm. So I thought, you know what? I'm just going to dig into this verse. And I love like digging into Bible study anyway. It's like a hobby. <laughs> so, so I'm like digging into translations of this verse. And I find that um, the word for fruit is in the Hebrew translation of this verse is pre, P apostrophe R-I. And as soon as I saw that word, I just knew this, this is it. And it just so happens that it rhymes with CBD. So I mean, it just <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it flows. And so that was the birth of um, my brand, pre-CBD. And when I uh, worked on developing the logo to go with that, as you mentioned, Trevor, Mm -hmm. there are nine circles that interlock to create this logo. And those nine circles represent the nine attributes of that Bible verse, of the fruit of the spirit Bible verse. Mm -hmm. And so... um, you know, so here again, like I just, I just felt like you know, faith was leading me down this path, and uh, and uh, I could feel the excitement, I could feel the momentum, and um, I'm not typically a person that you know, I wasn't really looking for like another thing to do, like you know, working full time. My husband's working full time. We've got four kids. We're busy. You know, like we've got 900 hemp plants. <laughs> like I wasn't really looking for more things to do, but I couldn't, I couldn't think that this was something I had to do, and uh, I remember. Um, I remember going out for a run one morning in our beautiful, you know, countryside out here and, um, and, you know, just kind of like thinking and, you know, praying while I run (laughs) and, uh, and just, you know, brainstorming as to how could I make what we're doing here unique and not just unique as far as like, you know, something that comes from our farm, but how could I really make it like meaningful Mm -hmm. and special? And, uh, and that's when I just, you know, felt like God just gave me this idea, um, to include a, a handwritten prayer card with our products. And so that became like the foundation of our brand and a pillar for our brand is this foundation of faith. And, you know, my belief is that, um, CBD, uh, made from our hemp here can be super helpful for, um, uh, people that are struggling with pain and with inflammation and with sleep and with stress. Um, but ultimately it, there, there's always more, there's always more to, um, finding that relief. And part of that comes with spiritual connection. And so that is why bringing faith into our products, our purpose, 
our packaging that that is why um why i founded our brand on that mm -hmm. that's an awesome story and thanks for sharing that because i think it says a lot about not only like you as a person but as the brand as a whole and the care and thought that goes behind it i mean like you said that you can go to that corner store and you don't really know what you're going to get but go with you guys i mean there's a whole story behind it there's meaning behind it and there's true belief in it and if, correct me if i'm wrong but if even if you order from your website before you check out it says how can we pray for you today is that correct well, so I actually have updated that okay. and I'll tell let me explain why, yeah. because there's a story behind that as well. Mm -hmm. So um, originally when, when I started doing these little prayer cards, um, I, I felt like some, some people discouraged me from like sharing my faith with everybody. Mm -hmm. And so I always made it optional to receive one of these cards um, where, you know, you could select to receive one for peace, arrest or relief if you wanted one. Uh, but as I've grown and scaled my business, um, the prayer card is something that has been like an evolving, an evolving part of that process. And I'll kind of explain that a little bit too. Um, but, but, uh, I got to a point where, um, you know, I've, I've been handwriting a lot mm -hmm. of prayer cards, a lot, <laughs> a lot. <laughs> and I was loving doing it, but I also was getting, my hand was getting really tired. <laughs> and, um. And I, and I knew that in order to be able to grow and scale my business, I needed to change something a little bit. And so uh, one of the things that I, you know, kind of just stepping even bigger into faith was saying, you know what, like, everybody's getting a prayer card, whether they like it or not, <laughs> because I want them to have that. And, and it's part of me, I think, right. growing in my own, you know, faith mm -hmm. and confidence mm -hmm. in sharing that is that um, I want people to have this, this prayer card. I don't want it to be optional. And what they do with it is their choice, you know, like to some people, it may mean nothing and they toss it aside and that's just fine. Mm -hmm. But I believe that to the right person on the right day, that card is going to make a difference. For sure. And so, um, so I'll tell you real quick about the continued evolution of the prayer card for me, because this is kind of a fun, uh, fun growth um, point for my business. So um, a couple of months ago, I decided, you know what, I, I gotta, I gotta make this process more efficient. So I started printing the cards, like, mm -hmm. uh, like having them printed. Mm -hmm. And I did that for maybe like a month or so. And I felt terribly disconnected. Um, when I wasn't writing prayers, or when I wasn't including a handwritten prayer. Okay. And so I started doing um, a few of them myself again, but I also realized that, you know what, like, this isn't just about me, you know, giving myself the opportunity to do this because this feels good for me. Um, you know, I have kind of a, a group or network of friendships with people that are strong in their faith as well. And so, um, and, and customers actually. And so I actually now have a customer who helps write prayer cards for me awesome and and she's amazing and you know she's she is everything and puts every piece of heart that um i would want into you know into that process and makes a you know like praise over the you know what she's going to write and like knows and just trusts that it will end up you know going to the person that that needs to hear those words and so that's kind of the like evolution of that part of my business and i feel really excited that we're where we're at with it now yeah that's really cool and i just think the benefits of cbd i mean you and i have met and talked and kind of nerded out about this at the farm and that, i think that's one of the coolest parts is you can go to the farm see it 
like you know right where it's coming from you know the care that you guys are putting into it and it's being taken care of and cared for the right way which is kind of weird talking about hemp but it's being cared for how it should be which i think is huge and for me personally the like complete 100% transparency that tells you everything you need to know because you go to a little corner shop you don't you don't know what you're going to walk out with they can say it's cbd but you don't have any idea so I guess my next question, and I think it's probably a big one, is what is CBD and how is it different from THC? So when we look at our hemp that we grow for our CBD compared to marijuana that mm-hmm. is used for recreational purposes for getting, for getting the, the high, what we're really looking at is the mm-hmm. difference in the THC. So recreational marijuana by average is anywhere from 10 to 30% THC. However, we are federally regulated to be under 0.3% THC. So it is a trace amount of THC. However, it is well below what, um, what would be available recreationally for producing the psychoactive effect. And you might be wondering, how do we know? How do we guarantee that? Well, there's a few things that we do as growers and then things that we elect to do as a business to make sure that that quality standard is met. Um, So as far as as being farmers, we start out by making sure we're selecting a seed that's going to produce a crop that is going to be low in THC and high in CBD. And we also then uh, monitor the growth of our plants throughout the growing season, um, which will be starting here at end of May and going to harvest in the fall and uh, monitoring our plants to make sure that they are the majority of female plants out in our field because when we get a um, cross-pollination of male and female plants and then it can actually lower the cbd level and um and may even trigger some of that thc to go up and so the other thing that we do too at the point of harvest is we have to contact the Wisconsin Department of Agriculture. So they send out a representative that takes samples off of our field and they do their testing to make sure we're under 0.3% THC. And then once we have that okay, then we may begin harvesting our crop. And so you might be wondering what would happen if we were over 0.3%. And if we are over 0.3%, we have to destroy our crop. So we don't want to do that. We definitely don't want to do that because it's a lot of work. And a lot of good stuff. And so um, so we then also do uh, testing on our extracted crude and our batches of, um, of oil for the potency of the CBD and also the level of THC to, again, verify that we're under 0.3%. Um, so that's kind of the, you know, the way that CBD and THC um, are related. And, you know, you may see products out there that say non-detectable THC or THC-free. And typically what that means is that um, those products have gone through a more intensive processing um, processing part so that that CBD becomes isolated from the other cannabinoids. And while that sounds like it could be a good thing. And those products can be helpful for some people. Um, What I have found and what's kind of, I would say, um, what most people are finding too, is that there's actually a benefit in having that trace amount of THC. 
Because when you let Mother Nature just do what she wants to do, and that's interact with the things that she created, that's where you really get the greatest health benefits. And so for that reason, our products do contain that trace amount of THC. And it's important to me that they do because I feel like we offer the greatest value and the greatest experience to our customers because of it. Um, however, it is not at the level at which someone would would um, have a psychoactive effect from that. Um, I will say, though, that people that are required to do mandatory drug testing that um, looks for THC, there is a chance that that could show up on their test. Now, it may not be a big chance, but it's a chance. And I try to be transparent with people um, that that is a possibility if they're in a position where their job depends on a test that could detect even a minimal amount of that in the bloodstream. Yeah. And I'm glad you brought that up because if you look at, I believe on the bottle, um, at least from what I see, it says that 0.3% THC. And I feel like some people would freak out a little bit about that um, and maybe not understand or become a little bit worried about why that is. So I think it's important that people understand why it, it says that. Yeah. And in fact, I would have been one of those people that really freaked out about that. <laughs> so, <laughs> but, you know, sometimes the the more you know, and the more you become educated on something, um, the, your understanding changes. And mm -hmm. for me, that was the case with something like a trace amount of THC, where, you know, my intention um, for myself or for any of my products isn't that it gets people high. It's to help mm -hmm. them feel their best and leverage the other the other benefits that it can offer to them. For sure. And I think, I mean, the way CBD works in the system with the endocannabinoid system and like we can nerd out if you want and hit talk about the CB1 <laughs> and two receptors and all of that. But I think, I guess we don't have to, we really could if you want to, but for time purposes, we won't. But it's just so interesting how it binds and acts within the, the body um, to have all of these different effects and it can impact so many people's lives by however, basically however it works in their particular system. Yeah, yeah, and you're right on, Trevor. It's so interesting that our bodies, and to some extent, were made to receive this. Mm -hmm. And and that is why, like I said, for for many people, it can really offer some, some positive effects. Mm -hmm. um, everybody's different, right? Everybody, mm -hmm. everybody is different, right? Yep, for sure. <laughs> your line of work, you I see like a lot of bodies. But same thing with the way that, that CBD interacts. But, you know, for the most part, people tend to have pretty favorable um, responses with it. Yeah, for sure. And I mean, I've... Yeah, I mean, you and I have talked quite a bit, but I mean, I've been using CBD for a while and I haven't used anybody else's other than yours for I don't know how long. And the biggest things I, I kind of a similar story. Anxiety was taking some meds. I was like, yeah, forget that. I'm done with that. Um, didn't want to do it, but didn't really know where to go. And then CBD has been a game changer. And then I sleep the best Yay. when I take some <laughs> is now real quick um the dosage i th i think that varies from person to person as well um i know i know where i kind of see some of the benefits um in a certain range but are there ranges that people should start uh or what is it probably depends on the products which we'll get to um in just a couple minutes but yeah. what, what do you typically see 
Well, I'll tell you what I typically recommend for people, and I'd love to hear what you find to be kind of your magic mm-hmm. amount as well. Um, but typically, I gear people to um, start out with between 20 and 40 milligrams of CBD per day. Mm-hmm. And so you might be hearing that, and you're like, well, I don't even get what that means, right? Yep. Because bot- the bottling and labeling on CBD is very much across the board and is actually quite confusing. So I'll break down what it means on our label, and that might be helpful to compare mm-hmm. to what other labels might see out there look like. So, um, so we have our our signature product is a twelve hundred milligram strength oil. Mm-hmm. Um, so that means in a bottle that is thirty milliliters in size, that that bottle is going to have on average twelve hundred milligrams of CBD throughout that whole bottle. So that then means that. When you use that little dropper that's inside of the bottle to um, to suck up some of the oil, and then you're going to be putting that oil under your tongue. Um, when you when you use that little bulb, it's going to naturally fill that dropper about half full, and that half full mark is going to be a half milliliter, and that is going to be right there for easy math, and which is kind of part of the reason we laid it out this way. It's 20 milligrams of CBD, and so that half dropper is a great place um, is a great place to start. Now, some people may find that um, there's a certain time of the day that the oil is most helpful for them in achieving the benefit that they're looking for. Uh, so for me, for example, because the anxiousness um, is something that, you know, that I deal with primarily early in the day, I like to uh, utilize it in the morning, kind of as my day is, you know, getting going. Um, and at the time where my typical overwhelm <laughs> starts to set it, and I feel like for me, I describe it this way. Um, you know, my mom brain goes, you know, in like 50 different directions at once. So it's almost like it plays, starts playing ping pong. And for me, CBD lines up the ball, the ping pong balls, like it puts them in an order that I can work with and deal with and be productive and focused and, and be able to really execute on the things that I need to do. Um, so, but anyway, getting back to that dosage. So that 20 to 40 milligrams per day is kind of that, you know, that amount that seems to be really great for a lot of people. So let me ask you, Trevor, what do you find is a good, um, a good kind of balance for you? Yeah. So mine is maybe a little higher. Um, I, so I guess it, like you said, the time of the day, like I usually feel myself getting a little more ramped up um midday like noon ish time you know I, I wake up and i love mornings that's when i'm creative that's when i can do a lot of work i'm a morning person but as i start to wind down and i'm not necessarily completing the tasks or i get a little overwhelmed with things that have just been thrown at me that day uh, it tends to be that mid-afternoon so um what i have found midday works for me is about that 60 milligram ish mm. um 60 you know i've even done 80 and it's just levels me out and it's like okay i can breathe <laughs> my heart's not like pounding out of my chest and um i like that analogy of the ping pong balls just kind of aligning up but it just allows i just feel calmer and then when i sleep I, I take it a little bit before bed as well um which has really been a game changer for me sleeping um because i typically don't sleep hard or deep um but when i take all, all, again that 80 milligrams sometimes i've done a hundred and <laughs> i have and you slept like a baby <laughs> yeah i did and it really helped but um i've tried any i've tried everywhere from 20 to 40 i kind of played with it i started at 20 um didn't really 
the, the longer I took it, the more like in consecutive days, the more I kind of got used to it. And I think just because it gets into the body a little bit more. Mm -hmm. um, but for me, it's that 60 to 80 milligrams seems to be the sweet spot. Great. Well, I need to get you some of our, our newest product, <laughs> which is our 2000 milligram. Yeah. When you, oil. Yeah. when we had lunch, you told me about that. I yes. was like, mm. and I've been holding out from you. I just actually <laughs> put it on our website um, within the last week here. So mm -hmm. it is now in stock and available. And what I, the reason that I added that is, is twofold. So one would be for people like you that want to consume that higher amount. Mm -hmm. um, but this allows you to do it in a more concentrated form. So that you are using less oil, mm -hmm. um, but it's just higher concentrated. And the other purpose of this higher level oil that I've added is that this one is actually um, unflavored and has only our hemp extract with our two carrier oils, which would be the organic hemp seed and organic MCT oils. Awesome. And whereas our 1200 milligram, we offer in flavors, mm -hmm. orange and mint, and then that actually has a little bit of liquid stevia, which definitely helps with palatability. Mm -hmm. um, but what I found is that I have some customers that not only um, desire that higher dose, but for one reason or another, it may have some sensitivities or, um, or health issues where they are just more sensitive to um, something like liquid stevia or any additional mm -hmm. types of ingredients or flavoring. So this is like very basic, straight up hemp extract in carrier oils. And that that is who it's for. And I really wanted to be able to provide those customers with the ultimate relief experience. So yeah, yeah. So that's why we've added that. For sure. That's, that's great. What other products do you guys offer? Yeah. Because I know that there's been a whole rollout. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm going to start by talking about my most favorite one recently. And I think you guys like this one too. It's our tea. I love that in the morning. Yes. So yes. good. <laughs> yeah. And so the fun thing about, um, about our loose leaf uh, herbal blend tea is that I actually am finding that like I'll use it instead of my oil because mm -hmm. it's just a different way to consume the cannabinoids and mm -hmm. produce similar effects. And it's because it's a different route, you know, you can make it part of your routine in a different way. So sipping that cup of tea in the morning, like you said, mm -hmm. it's it not it's not just consuming cannabinoids. It's like a signal to your your habits that exactly. hey, like this is how I'm taking care of myself today. Mm -hmm. This is how I'm going to provide this moment to focus on making sure that my head is where I need to be to get, you know, this day to, to take on this day. Um, but so the, the tea is like, it's so cool to me because it is literally the flowers that we've harvested off of our plants that we've dried and it's the flower and it's mixed in with some other herbs. And I worked with a local herbalist to create this blend. Mm -hmm. um, I call it serenity. Uh, because it's a calming blend. Mm -hmm. And um, and so it's got other calming herbs that are mixed in with it. And then for flavoring, because people often ask, well, what does it taste like? Um, it's got some lemon peel and lemon balm, and then also um, peppermint and spearmint leaves in it as well. So um, you did you feel like it tastes pretty good? I love it. Yeah, yeah. I, I love it. We've, we've both had it, but I, I mean, I'll be honest. It, I kind of took it for myself. <laughs> Erica really likes the roll on. Um, yeah. But the tea, yeah, I kind of, I was like, yeah, you can try it, but okay, now I'm going to take the bag. 
Hey, no shame in that. <laughs> no, I don't feel any shame. It's it's awesome. <laughs> well, I, I love that you guys love it. And the nice thing is um, I created this to be versatile so that, you know, somebody like you and I could drink it in the morning, but mm-hmm. it could also be really beneficial at bedtime for exactly. people that want help with sleep. Yep. Um, it, it's not going to put you to sleep um, because it doesn't have the uh, typical herbs that would like promote that, but it will help to calm your mind and mm-hmm. relax your body so that you can actually fall asleep, which is such a heart, which is such a struggle for somebody. It is. So, it really is. Um, so that's our tea and that is one of our newer products. And then um, over the last year, I've also introduced several topical products mm-hmm. and um, you know, kind of each one has its own little purpose and history with it. But, but really, you know, part of it was what I found is that there were a lot of people that were very curious about how CBD could help them, um, but they were hesitant to ingest it. And mm-hmm. I totally understand because like, that is me, right? Like I w- was that way too. And so I thought, how can I meet people where they're at so that they can get some benefit out of what we're doing? And so that's where um, kind of, you know, COVID lockdown was like my ultimate creative time. <laughs> <laughs> so during COVID last year, uh, I literally started making things in my kitchen with our CBD. And um, one of the things that I made was a salve. And I sampled it out to some of our customers and got incredible responses about how much they loved it. Mm-hmm. And so I call that salve relief um, because that's the purpose of it is to relieve aches and pains and tensions. Mm-hmm. And um, so, and it's all very basic natural ingredients. And, and because I formulated it myself, I know exactly what's in it. Um, I now have a small batch maker that is local here and she, um, she makes it in larger quantities for me. Um, and also during COVID time, that's when um, I taught myself how to make bath bombs with our CBD. <laughs> and so those are really popular uh, because what the CBD does on the skin is it, it not only acts as an anti-inflammatory, but it's also very nourishing mm-hmm. and it relaxes that those tension and muscles. And so I do a few different types of bath bombs, but um, one of my most popular ones uses peppermint and eucalyptus. So it's really, I call it, you know, my muscle relief one. Mm-hmm. Um, it's really great for that. And so, so we've got that. And then, as you mentioned, Eric has a big fan of the essential oil roll-on. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She loves it. She loves, she, she kind of puts it on her wrist sometimes, right on the neck. Um, yes. I've used it for headaches. I've put it on my temples. Um, and that's, that's helped. But even just the smell of it, like putting it on the wrist, smelling it calming i don't know Yay, i love that yeah there's something i don't know it's like there's something magical about it there really is <laughs> um but so it's got our our cbd and then also um lavender chamomile and bergamot so okay. uh here again you know my intention with creating this was what can i provide for people so that they can you know going back to COVID time everybody or so many people so many women especially were mm-hmm. super stressed out and couldn't mm-hmm. sleep you could see it just in your social media feed, right? Like right. how many people were expressing those challenges. And so um, I call the roll-on rest and relax because I wanted somebody to be able to pick it up and use it on the go um, when they're feeling stressed out during the day, uh, like from virtual schooling or something. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and I also wanted them to be able to use it to help fall asleep at night. So that's called rest and relax is the roll-on. Um, and then I also have added some other topical products. Um, started doing a lip balm this winter. Nice. Um, and, you know, it was one of those things like I actually created it for myself because um, I'm not a big fan of how chapstick feels so gummy, yeah. especially in the winter time. 
And, you know, with all the mask wearing, it just felt pointless to put lipstick on and lip gloss, you know, was so sticky. So I started to ask myself, I'm like, well, maybe what, what can I, what can I create with my little like creation box where I make all my, my prototypes, you know? And I started playing with a lip balm and came up with a peppermint one that I love and that um, I started sharing with people and they really fell in love with it too. And so I actually just recently, it's not even on my site yet, but have been playing around with one that'll be up soon. It's a lavender chamomile. Hmm. So it's almost like the roll-on, except mm-hmm. it's a lip balm, so you can smell it. Oh, so smart. Relax and moisturize. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> um, awesome. And then the other, what else do we have? Oh, a body butter. And, you know, here again, I've been making my own body butter for a long, long time. And, um, and, you know, I'm at the point where I won't buy other lotion because I just feel like I, I love knowing what's in our products and mm-hmm. I know exactly what's in them. And they work so effectively for me and for my family that um, I won't even buy other lotion. So I thought, oh, huh, maybe I should share this. <laughs> so now Good we call. have body butter as well. Mm-hmm. So um, so there's that. And then I think the only other thing, oh, man, I've added a lot of stuff in there. <laughs> uh, we have a pet product, too. Yes. And, um, and that's been really popular. So that's uh, a CBD oil for dogs um, mm-hmm. and cats as well, but it's bacon flavored and people can just put it on food or a treat, a couple of drops. And it's for the same things really mm-hmm. that people use it for. It's for dogs that have, that get really anxious. And then oftentimes that anxiety manifests through some really bad habits, mm-hmm. like, you know, pacing, chewing, um, you know, restlessness, things like that. And it can help with some of that calming. Um, and same thing if they are nervous for things like fireworks, boat rides, car rides, grooming, all that sort of thing. Um, and then I have some people that really love it for their older dogs that are having mm-hmm. the aches and pain. And it's a, a kinder anti-inflammatory than some of the prescription medications that some of them have been trying to use in the past. Yeah, exactly. And it's all, it's all natural stuff and it's all good stuff that just helps promote a lot of good feelings uh on the inside and just it's just a great way to i don't know just help people calm down feel better relax i mean there's so many different pain inflammation all of it it's great stuff oh thank you so much trevor but i have to, can i talk about you for a minute sure <laughs> so, i've never been like on the hot seat on the other side of this yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so let's uh i want to just i want to share um so you are actually one of the first uh, retail partners that we brought on mm-hmm. um, to carry our products in your in your in your facility. Mm-hmm. And so let's go back to like when you came to my farm last summer. Mm-hmm. And first of all, you already were like a fan of CBD, so yeah, that was really cool. Um, but but here is what made me really like. Um, believe in you and Erica and what you were doing. Because I remember when we were chatting that day out in the field, probably, I don't know, July, August, whatever. Um, I remember you talking about how one of the reasons that you are in your own practice is so that you can truly help people mm-hmm. and say what you need to say to them to truly help them. And, um, and I just really valued that about the way that you do business with people and have this care for them that's so deep. Um, and when I have gotten to meet Erica as well and to hear how she helps people at that deeper level, like you're not just you're not just prescribing things or stretches and sending people out the door. You guys really care about your clients and 
and they're not just fixing their problem, but their deeper well-being. And I just want to make sure that you know that that is, <laughs> and that everybody that doesn't work with you but should work with you knows that that that's what you guys are about, and that's why um, you know why you were a good fit for us to be one of our first places that we actually started, you know, having carry our products. Well, thank you for that. I really, I really appreciate that, and that's. Yeah, I really appreciate that. That really caught me off guard. <laughs> so thank, thank you. Thank you. And it's, I mean, it's true. And that's why I think these things fit, like what we do and what you do fit so well together because it's all for the purpose of just helping people live a better life. I mean, that's really what it comes down to. We just want to help them live their best life. Yes. Yes. It's great. It's great. Um, anything else? I know we're... Anything else you want us to know about what you've got? I know, I mean, I could talk about all the benefits. We've covered a lot of information already. Yeah. But um, any final words from Miss Peggy? <laughs> I told you you should just tell me to shut up. <laughs> well, okay. So I will offer one more thing um, because I think sometimes people are curious uh, as to how CBD becomes what it is, meaning how does it go from something that we grow in our backyard to something that a bottle? Good. Yes. I meant to ask you this. So oftentimes people ask, especially when they are able to come out to our farm and see what we do here, how does that get into the oil or any of our other products? And I'll just quickly take you through what that process looks like um, because I think it's interesting. And it also, uh, it also, really helps you see how we have these checks and balances along the way. Um, so we have these plants that we will assume we put in into our field and they will go from being the size of a little tomato seedling to gigantic five foot tall, six foot around um, vibrant, beautiful plants by September and October. And that's going to be the time of the year when the plant starts to create a flower. And the flower is the part that we harvest. The rest of the plant, the stems, the leaves, has very little CBD content. Really, really, it's in that flower. So that's what we're harvesting. Um, so in the, the past couple of seasons, we actually handpicked those flowers um, to make sure that we are, you know, putting in the best quality, quality in, quality out, right? So we're leveraging the, um, the best of part of that plant to create our products. And so what we do is we harvest these flowers by hand. We dry them on drying racks and get them down to where they're have very like low moisture content. And then what we do is we actually have a processor that's right here in the um, greater De Pere area that we work mm -hmm. with. So everything's super local. Um, and we take those dried flowers to that processor. So what they do there is they're going to grind them up and then they put them through a CO2 based extraction machine. So it's the same sort of extraction that's used for a lot of essential oils. So um, basically, it uses like heat and pressure to be able to produce an extract from that plant material. And so that extract is hemp extract. And our hemp ex extract is, um, is going to be the part that contains, you know, this highest level of CBD, because that's what we've done all this work for to produce is this high level of CBD um, by choosing the plants that are going to be able to do that. And so that um, extract is in like food form. It looks almost like a tar. And okay. so, uh, so what we do with that is, uh, well, first we're going to take a sample of that and we're going to send it off to lab testing mm -hmm. and we're going to make sure that it is what we say it is for CBD, THC, and then we do a full panel of 
also all of the things that um, that could come up in our field, you know, heavy metals, pesticides, all that. And so we are confident in knowing how we grow things. Uh, we're not exactly. certified organic, but we use basically organic practices. Mm-hmm. We fertilize with the manure from our own cows. Like, mm-hmm. yep. <laughs> pretty, no, you guys, it's awesome. We're pretty. When you watched me through it. It was. It was good. <laughs> yeah, we're pretty close to nature out here. Yeah. Um, but anyway, so we do the testing on that crude, and then that crude oil is going to go through two processes to make it um, to basically like heat it, and then also make it so that it is. Um, available to to mix into our oil carriers. So um, one was called decarboxylation, the other one's called winterizing. And so basically we're still keeping that original um, natural product very much intact. And then when it comes time to create our oils, uh, we have our our friends over at our processor that um, have a certified lab right on their site and then they do all of our mixing and formulating. So everything's done in a nice certified sanitary environment over there. Um, they put a seal on the bottle, they put a sticker on the bottom with the batch number, so everything is traceable back to each batch. And uh, we use that same um, kind of stock of CBD then to uh, to then create our topical products as well. But that is kind of the long and short of how you go from what we grow in our field to what you see in our bottles. It's really interesting. I The first time you told me about the, that process, I wasn't that familiar with it, and it's a lot of people that probably are interested into how that happens. So that's, it's very interesting. I love that stuff. It's, it's cool. <laughs> <laughs> it's really cool. Um, all right. Well, we, that was a lot of, we covered a lot of info. I told you I talked too much. <laughs> no, it's, I love it. I mean, I could keep talking, I think, about this <laughs> stuff. We've, we've talked quite a bit, but let's get into those final three questions, huh? Yeah, yeah. All right. right. (laughs) (laughs) You're good. It's nothing to worry about. It's this open conversation just to educate people that needs to happen. I mean, especially with, uh, I think, CBD because it's so beneficial. People need to know about it. Thank you. Thank you for valuing what we do. And we value you guys likewise. Completely. Completely. So my first question, what's your favorite health-related book? Ooh, okay. So I have to admit, um, I am more of a listener than a Perfect. reader. Perfect. Yep. Yeah. Um, but the book that I've been totally obsessed with lately is called Burnout. And um, it's about managing the stress cycle. And it is so interesting. Um, it just goes into these details of how, and kind of, you know, here again, geared towards women, um, mm-hmm. of how we have not been able to allow our bodies to complete the cycle of stress and how that manifests over the long term by stress that's built up and shows itself through physical ailments and basically, you know, kills organs in our bodies. Um, And so the book is all about uh, talking about that stress cycle, um, what it takes to complete it, and uh, in some ways, what's happened in our society that prevents us from really allowing ourselves to do what we need to do to take care of our bodies and complete the stress cycle for our own health. Yeah, stress is so brutal on the body. Mm -hmm. I don't think, sometimes I wonder if people understand just how much stress impacts their life. Um, And then just what simple strategies or practices that you can put into your days that will help kind of combat that and lower some of those stress levels and that cortisol response, all of that. It's, It's brutal on the body. Yes, yes. And I think sometimes we aren't even aware of our stress levels. Mm-hmm. We become so 
custom to it. Yes. I mean, the nature in here is just go, go, go and put myself last or put my needs in the back burner. It's like, you really can't take care of other people or you can't get things done if you can't take care of yourself first. So it's, mm, yeah. it's super important. You got it. Yeah. <laughs> so burnout, that's the book. That's a good book. I'm going to check that. We'll check that one out. Um, what's your favorite health related activity to do in the yeah. Green Bay, greater Green Bay area? Yeah. So when I was thinking about this question, um, so I've always been a runner and mm. these days I run, you know, when I run outdoors, I run on the roads around mm -hmm. uh, West of here here, but um, I used to train for marathons on the Fox River Trail. So okay. now we're going back a while. My marathon days were a long time ago <laughs> now. But um, but uh, I just loved that trail like, and had a very intimate relationship with it from <laughs> marathon <laughs> training. But I'd usually start at Voyager Park, and sometimes I'd run all the way to Greenleaf when I was doing my ultra, you know, my super long training run. So. Good for you. Yeah, yeah. That's not, that's not recent. <laughs> <laughs> but um, but that Fox River Trail, I mean, I just I just really applaud what our community's done in creating a mm -hmm. path that is beautiful and um, and really conducive to physical activity. And so mm -hmm. I often take my my little boys to the the park and we'll go for a little walks on the trail. So nice, yeah. And I mean, after the winter months, everybody's itching to get outside, and it's the perfect place to do it. And yeah. just spending all time in that nature and fresh air does the body good. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, what's one piece of advice that you would give to somebody if they're looking to kind of take back their life, live a healthier lifestyle? Um, yeah. A message I have for other people is that um, don't, don't settle for feeling less than your best. I think it's easy sometimes to fall into this trap of believing that we're supposed to be chronically stressed, that we're supposed to um, not not sleep well. We're supposed to push ourselves so hard. We're supposed to mm -hmm. be in pain or we just get accustomed to being in pain or in a constant state of stress or we get accustomed to not sleeping. And, and it really doesn't have to be that way. Um, there are resources that we can tap into that are there to help us really take care of our well-being. And well-being is so much more than just our physical body. It's our mind. It's our mindset, it's our emotional well-being, it's our spiritual well-being too. And so that's, that is the message that I would leave um, people with is that don't settle for a life that's less than. That's not what God intended for any of us. That's great. And it's so true. People normalize things that just aren't normal because they don't know where to turn to or, or what to do about it. I think they just have to deal with it. That's, that's great. That is great. Um, where can people go to contact you? Do oh. you have a website, uh, social pages? Yes. Yeah. So newsletter. You betcha. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so I have a few different things. Um, so the the best place to find information on us is through our site, which is pricbd.com. Um, but then we also have Facebook and Instagram, and Facebook would be um, pricbd, and for Instagram, pri underscore cbd. And so what you'll find on those pages is I share uh, not just information about our products, but some of our journey as farmers and growers and getting to see uh, what we do and what we are putting into our products. But I also kind of use that opportunity to try to tell our story as far as, you know, what our values are and uh, why what we're doing is important to us and hopefully important to other people too. 
Um, but uh, as far as you know, products and where to get them, um, mm-hmm. we have kind of a growing retail um, market, I would say, locally. But you definitely can stop in at uh, at Trevor's office there and get <laughs> from him. So for sure, we got it. We're locked and loaded. Yeah, <laughs> it's great. It is great stuff. Well, Peggy, thank you so much. I mean, you know, we're big believers, and we'll continue to pump and promote and refer and send people to you. And I mean, it's just great from the transparency to the products. You're not going to find anything better. So I truly believe that. Well, thank you so much. We appreciate your kind words. And I just want to also um, throw them right back and say (laughs) that is why we work with you guys and choose you to be somebody that carries our products because we appreciate the values and the way that you care about people. Thank you. Thank you. It was great. And as always, guys, we will uh, see you next time. If you would like more information about one of our guests or us at Movement Performance and Rehabilitation, just send us an email at info at mvmt-rehab.com. That's info at movement-rehab.com. 